Hey babe, welcome to the She Factor Podcast, a space where we believe empowered women empower women. We're here to inspire, encourage, and equip you to live your best life and find your purpose. Join me every week as we dish out real life tips and tricks on all things juicy, inspiring, and educational, but of course, never boring. I'm Tori Ganahl, a millennial woman on my own journey to She, and your host of the She Factor Podcast. Grab your favorite cocktail or Starbucks drink and settle in for real, raw, and hilarious conversations as we dive into what makes us as women unstoppable. Today, we have our very own founder and CEO, Heidi Ganahl. So welcome. She's also my wonderful mother. So hi, mom. (laughs) Hello. How are you today? I'm good. It's bright and shiny here in Portland. So that's always a plus. How are you? Hey, wait a minute. It's raining here in Colorado. That doesn't sound right. We switched. (laughs) I feel like that's typically the way it goes. Yes. How's the kitten that you just got? She's great. In fact, she's here helping me do the podcast. So if you hear a meow, a random meow, you'll know what happened. Perfect. I love it. Her name's Haley. Haley. She is named after an incredible woman that I um, look up to. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to meet her. Let's go ahead and jump into it. I just wanted this to be an opportunity for you to talk a little bit more about She Factor from your perspective, kind of like the background behind it, why you started it, and just dig in a little bit more as to kind of the vision behind it. So in your own words, how would you describe She Factor? So She Factor to me is a way to empower women, younger women especially, with tools and tactics to really create a life that they love. So many times we're prescribed by our parents or society ideas on how we should live our life, what we should do for a career, where should we go to college, or if we should go to college. And it's not always the right thing for you know every woman. So My idea was if I could provide some tools and tactics for young women on how to figure out A, what's authentic to them, but B, what's going to work for them going forward, that that would help them navigate crazy society today and all the complications of launching your life and hopefully end up with a life that you love, that's authentic to you, that brings joy and fun and is playful and is just really all about your she factor. Rewind there. Does that mean that you prescribed me (laughs) a certain journey? Did you do that on purpose? Well, not intentionally. Do you plan for me to work for you one day? Is that the way you had it all along? I had had an evil plan to make you work (laughs) for me. No, but I sure am happy you are. But uh, I think what happens is, you know, obviously we have ideas about what success looks like. My mom had ideas. My grandmother had ideas. I have ideas for you, for me, for my other children. And we often, you know, parlay those onto our children. And what we've got to do is leave it up to you guys to figure out what's meaningful to you, what is going to be fun for you in in life and what you want to do day to day. Um, And not to feel so restrained by those decisions. Hopefully it's playful and fun and you have permission to fail. That's one of the important things about She Factor. I want to talk about that for a minute, that idea of, you know, us going out into the world and finding our passion and our purpose Um, as a parent or as a friend or as maybe a mentor. How do you help someone identify that? How do you help them come to that solution? What are some ways that you can can guide them through that process? Well, one of the cool things that we did with the app is develop the silhouettes and the silhouettes are based on archetypes and there's lots of different archetype systems out there. There's anagrams, strength finders, disc. Many of you have probably done that before. I'm sure you have Tori, but 
what I find is that uh, they aren't very fun or playful or um, intuitive. So I worked with a social scientist to come up with our own silhouettes and ideas on how we might help young women understand what their strengths and weaknesses are and how they might kind of roll with other people and how to build teams or how to build friendships. Or as we say in the She Factor book, how do you build your SIL team six, which is six great people around you to support you and hold you accountable. So by doing the survey in the app, it'll lead you to one of the silhouettes. I'm a dreamer, so I'm very visionary, big ideas, as you well know. I kind of drive people nuts with all my big ideas. But I need great people around me that are more in the weeds, that understand data analytics, that just get stuff done. And there are other archetypes or silhouettes that might be better for that. So that's the first thing we do is help young women learn how they roll. I think the thing about the other ones, I think what makes She Factor so unique is I can't even remember any of my like solutions or answers to any of those other tests that I've taken, like the strength finder, the disc or any of those things. I can never remember what I am. So I think that's what I love about the silhouettes is like you get to identify with that word of that silhouette that you are. And I think that you can even, and I know we've talked a lot about this throughout the journey, you know, you might not think you are when you take the test, what it gives you. But then once you identify with that and own to it, you're like, hmm, maybe I am a little bit more like that than I, than I thought I was. Like I got guardian and I was like, I'm not a guardian. Like I'm not a nurse or a doctor or someone who wants to like give back everything. Like I'm pretty driven and like, I want to help people. Yes. But I don't see myself as that archetype. But the more I looked into it, I was like, I am a giver. Like I like to help people reach their goals and help them succeed. So it's not just a blanket statement. You have to kind of dig into it and find how it relates to you. And then you can remember that and own to that silhouette your whole life. Yeah. And I think there's um, what we call masking too, where you've been raised to believe that you are a visionary thinker. And so you answer the questions almost tilted because that's how you feel like you're supposed to answer them. And hopefully through the the survey process and through conversations with your peers and your SEAL Team 6, you'll figure out what, what really is your silhouette. You know, I, I have a little bit of guardian in me too, which is the one you're talking about, which is from the heart, you know, being a caregiver. But is it my primary silhouette? No, it's not. It you know plays into what I do and how I live my life. But on a day-to-day basis, I am a dreamer. And once I learned that, it gave me permission to be who I am. Like I don't have to apologize anymore for you know being a big visionary thinker and not necessarily being in the weeds. Because now I know to surround myself with great people that are that way. And I don't have to try and be everything to everybody. Well, then going back to, you know, as a mentor, as a friend or as a parent, like helping young women identify their passion, their purpose, what does the rest of that support look like? So once you figure out your silhouette, you roll in the game into a game where you almost play a game with your life. And there's nine different spheres or areas of your life that we focus on. And those are finance, future, which is your job, flame, your significant other, whatever that means to you, folk, which is your family and friends, fashion, and then fuel, which is food and fitness, and favor, which is giving back. I think I got them all. Did I miss any, Tori? Faith and... Freedom. Faith and freedom. So faith, whatever that means to you, and freedom, which is being an active, engaged citizen, which is so important today. So what the game does is it asks you to rank those in importance for the next month. What do you want to work on? What areas do you want to work on? It does not let you set goals for more than four because as we know, women are overachievers and we want to set goals on everything in our life and try and accomplish all of it at once. It asks you to basically focus and um, prioritize. 
The top four, you then set goals and it has to-do lists attached to those goals. And then every week you tell the app how you're doing on your goals. And we try and teach you how to set smart goals, which is a, a business term, but it's really about setting goals that are attainable, measurable, that are realistic and are time sensitive. And once you do that and you self-score every week, it spits out a weighted number, which is your kind of average on how you're doing on your goals. And that's your sheet factor. So the sheet factor is really a number that helps you communicate to your peers and to your mentors and your SEAL Team 6 how you're doing on your goals. And you have to be really honest with yourself about where you're at. So that's the app. But what we found is once young women read the book and did the app, played the game, figured out their silhouette, What they really enjoyed in the focus groups was the actual getting together and talking about it and strategizing and supporting each other and reaching their goals and figuring out how the silhouettes work in real life. So that evolved into what we now have and launching soon are our squads, which are live chapters within companies, cities, or college campuses where you can actually get together. It's a very structured format. Once a month, you get together for your inspirational session and you have a speaker You um, talk about your games in small groups and you strategize on how to do better in reaching your goals. And then you also are invited to a Facebook Live event once a month that focuses on one of the spheres. Everything focuses on a sphere for the month. And then finally, you have a social activity that you're invited to. So if the sphere is fuel, you might have um, Carrie Dore, one of our great uh, women that are involved in She Factor, the founder of Pure Bar, speak on the Facebook Live. And then you might have a local fitness experts speak at your inspirational event. And then you might have a um, citywide fun day at Pure Bar where you get to go and have a free class as your social event, or maybe you go on a hike. So that's how it all plays together. Awesome. I absolutely love that. Digging into um, your journey a little bit more and kind of the basis of why you started Chief Factor, what prompted you to come up with the idea and why now? Well, um, you're familiar with why I came up with it. So I appreciate the question. Um, (laughs) I need everyone else to know. Yeah. I remember you coming home from college at University of Oregon, your senior year over spring break. You're a dynamo. You're just super, you know, get stuff done, have a plan, figure it out. And you came home and you were a bit paralyzed. Like, oh my gosh, I'm graduating in two months. What the heck do I do now? I remember me having like a full mental breakdown. (laughs) No, I remember it so clearly. I remember sitting on our brown couch downstairs in the basement and you're like, let's go and make lists of all the dream companies you could work with or work for. And then, you know, what you ideally would want to do for those companies. I think I had a list of like probably 50 and I didn't know where I wanted to live at the time. I didn't know what I wanted to do really. And I think I just remember like breaking down in tears and being like, this is so overwhelming. I don't know what to do. And I don't know what I want to do. And all my friends had it figured out. Well, you thought they did, but they didn't really, did they? (laughs) No, but I mean, it's hard because in college, like a lot of people go to grad school after. And then, I mean, then that onset comes after grad school of like, oh no, what am I going to do when, once you go through that process, which is probably worse than my mental breakdown. But I think everyone looked to me as like the per- what you're saying, the person who always had it together. And I was, you know, president of the sorority, president of Panhellenic. I did all the leadership stuff. They're like, oh, she's going to have a job right out of college. And then I literally had no idea what was next because I put all of my time and energy into focusing what I was doing in the moment, which isn't a bad thing, but you just kind of have that realization of like, oh crap, like what now? (laughs) Yes, exactly. 
So after that spring break, you and I worked pretty hard at figuring out what tools or what help I could provide and what was out there to really help you navigate that. And I didn't see a lot out on the market. And I thought, wow, we worked so hard to get our girls across the finish line with a degree or a certificate or you know some kind of career. And then we're like, all right, we're done. Time to move on. And um, that's not the case at all. I mean, life is so complicated these days. And I think your generation is much better at trying to figure out how to build a career around something that you love, that you're passionate about, that fits in with the rest of your life. So at the same time, I got asked to write a book about my experience being a female entrepreneur and building Camp Bow Wow. And I thought, you know, I'd much rather write a book to my 20-year-old self. Like, what would I do differently? How would I navigate things? How would I have figured out what I wanted to do with my life much sooner? than you know, 32 years old. That's when I started Camp Bow Wow. So I wrote the book and then I decided to do the app with it to help provide some of the tools and tactics that I talked about in the book. And then as I mentioned earlier, we, we figured out that we needed the live component too. Um, so girls could get together and talk about it, navigate it, build relationships, fun community around it. And uh, so that's how it all developed. I know that you have so many other things that you're working on. Why was it so important that you did this now? Well, first of all, I have three daughters. So that's that makes it a priority. But I'm also an elected official for the University of Colorado. So I'm on the Board of Regents. And I talk to young people all the time about what they're passionate about, what kind of degree they want to get, what kind of life they want to have, what kind of career. And so this conversation is going on all the time. And I really wanted to figure out a way to give back and to honor all the success and fun that I had building my career, my life, and helping other young women do just that as well. I want to talk a little bit more about your journey specifically and have people get to know you a little bit better. So tell everyone a little bit more about just like your background and how you've gotten to where you are today. As you know, Tara, I grew up in Orange County. Uh, my parents got married really young, 18 and 20 years old, and just worked their tails off to provide a great life for me and my brother. And um, we were really encouraged by everyone around us to just go out and really find your passion, do what you love, get a great education that was really important all the way along, and um, go out and make a difference in the world. And that's what my mom and dad did, my grandparents did, my aunts and uncles. I just had a great family that surrounded me with that whole kind of theme about going out and changing the world. So from the beginning, I wanted to do something big. I was always that person that wanted to be impactful in the world. I went out, got my degree, um, worked a couple jobs during college, a little bit of help from the parents, a little bit of help from the grandparents, a little bit of help from student loans, and ended up with a business degree from University of Colorado at Boulder. And then I ended up meeting Bayan, my first husband. And we were having a great time living a wonderful life. Uh, we'd been married a couple years. I was in pharmaceutical sales and Bayan was just finishing up his degree. And right next door to my dad's business was one of the first doggy daycares in the Western United States. And I thought it was the coolest thing since sliced bread. Bayan and I would go over and hang out, watch the dogs play. And we're like, wow, we want to do this. This is so great. So we built a business plan for Camp Bow Wow and jazzed up what they had done with this warehouse with dogs milling around and added a mountain lodge theme, made it look really cool, added boarding and training to the idea, built a business plan around it. But we didn't have any money. We were 25 and 27 and uh, just you know, struggling to get by paying our student loan debt. So we didn't have the resources to get it off the ground, but we still talked about it all the time. It was our passion. That's what we wanted to do someday. 
And about six months after that, we decided to get by in a surprise birthday present to go up in an old Stearman, uh, which is an old open cockpit biplane, kind of like the Snoopy Red Baron plane that a friend of our family's owned. And he was a United Airlines pilot for 30 years. He did a lot of air shows. So he invited us to go up. I couldn't go. I had a community garage sale. So Papa or my dad went and took Bayan out for a surprise. And they did all the stunts and the plane crashed into the ground right in front of them and killed both of them instantly. And at that point, my life changed dramatically. So that was um, obviously a point in my life that changed everything for me. And I made some mistakes. I got a big settlement from the plane crash. I blew most of that. I tried to start a couple other businesses that were more sensible, according to the people around me, and they didn't work. Got remarried and to your dad and had you, which was completely life-changing. It turned everything around for me. I had something to live for again, and you were such a sweet little thing. You uh, you brought me joy again. And even though you know your dad and I didn't work out, we're still great friends. We grew up together. So it was just a crazy time in my life. But five years after the plane crash, I'm a single mom. I have $83,000 left of the settlement. And my brother comes to me, Uncle Pat, and says, you should really start Camp Bow Wow and try and get things going, I think it would really bring you back to life and bring you joy and passion again around your career. So that's what we did. That's when we started Camp Bow Wow in the year 2000 and built it up for about uh, 14 years. Actually, today, the day we're recording this is the fifth anniversary of the sale of Camp Bow Wow. Wow. Yeah. God, that feels like so long ago. <laughs> I know. It's a big day. And, and it was uh, that was another life-changing event. How weird that you got that check in the mail today from our first brand partner, kind of like our first big milestone for She Factor. What a weird day for that to happen. I know. It's awesome. I think that's a great sign. The universe is saying, yes, this is all working exactly as planned. You know, we're going we're gonna to make it big with, with uh, She Factor and actually make an impact and change women's lives. Looking for more than a weekly dose of She Factor? Find us on social media at The She Factor or head to our website, thesheefactor.com to keep up to date with all the trends on our blog and daily She email. Still want more? Subscribe on our app for access to live events near you, special offers from our brand partners, and lots of exciting tools to help you launch your life. Thanks for listening and see you next week.